You're listening to an Amplify podcast. We're talking about the Moomba Festival, the one and only, with Genevieve, who went today, didn't you? Yes, I did, only for a little bit. Um, to be honest, it was kind of disappointing. Aww. I don't know, maybe it. I didn't really go for the parade or anything, so I went around three-ish, so there wasn't much on. There was just a lot of rides and, like, carnival games but uh my friends are quite picky and didn't want to do anything so I, I reckon it's all about the people that you go with isn't it yeah I mean you can have a good time at anything if you're with the right people but today those are not the right people just drads everyone <laughs> you were just with let's hope they weren't listening just then hey yeah anyway yeah, yeah. so you didn't see any of the like Waterstein or anything like that? Um, no, we went down past the river, but there was some uh, microphone commentary, but I don't think there was really much going on at, like, actually in the border at the time, which was kind of disappointing. Do you have some example of something where, like, being with the right people has just made it awesome? Um, I can think of maybe Australia Day this year. I was actually with you. Yeah. For once I wasn't alone <laughs> on Australia Day being bitter. Um, I was actually out and I got to see the fireworks and I think that was true because I'm not really one for fireworks. I mean, like, yay, things drawing off in the sky. Woo. Yeah, that, that pretty, was actually really fun. They're not the best. But with, with you around and, like, the other, our other mates that were there, like, just <laughs> stuff was, life was good, you know? Life was good, yeah. yeah. So what about you? Um, yeah, I'd say the Australia Day little shindig that I had. Yeah. Um, we we went to the fireworks and uh, there was a bit of dancing in a car park to save it. There was. Oh, my Actually, yeah, that was a highlight of the night, I believe. <laughs> uh, Genevieve danced in a car park so that no one would take our spot. <laughs> there was also lunges. <laughs> yeah, she was uh, She was just going for the full workout routine right there in that in and that then car a space. car tried to turn into the spot. I'm like, seriously? She so she, so just picture Genevieve standing in a car space at night in of like a McDonald's or it was something KFC like that. Or something. Yeah, and um and people were trying to park, but we want that spot. So Genevieve's there saving it with her. <laughs> Lunges and, and dancing, orange hair, <laughs> and uh, then a car tries to turn in, and I was like, "Oh, what are you doing? Where are you gonna go? You're gonna hit me!" And then I kind of just was like, "Oh, hi, sorry, I'm sh- this spot's taken," <laughs> and then they drove away. Amplify the sound of underage Melbourne. Today, uh, I had a great example of sugarcoating things where someone described my dad as having a very strong persistence streak, which was just insert air quotes. Yeah, which was just a way of saying that he was a stubborn little man. Um, (laughs) He he picked a fight with Kmart management over two dollars. It was great. (laughs) Then just. You you gotta wonder sometimes. He wasted twenty minutes of my time asking about this two dollars, and I'm there. Like, I have to be places, and he's doing. This is about principle, Tara. People to see, places to be. Yeah, it it was just not a great time. But this is a thing because this person should be coded this way of describing my father, Genevieve. What would you have done in this situation? Um. 
I'm not a person who sugarcoats things very often. I usually bluntly say it. Sometimes people do need to hear things. <laughs> so I just say it like it is often. And people do tell me that I'm quite blunt. <laughs> I think you're quite blunt, but I, I that's what I like about you. What you Once you're around Genevieve, you just got to expect it in a way. Thanks, Tara. That's not putting it nicely or sugarcoating it, is it? I'm not one for sugarcoating either, unless I really don't want to offend someone. I mean, I do sugarcoat. I'm not saying I don't, but most of the time I will just tell it like it is. Like, I could say my producer, Jake, is a very strong person with a... um, with a personality built for leadership, or Genevieve, <laughs> or Genevieve could say that he's a control freak. Damn straight. <laughs> Thank you for that interjection, Jake. You're welcome. Um, yeah, bit of a control freak, to be honest, but that's okay. So am I. It just clashes a little sometimes. Damn straight. <laughs> okay, so. Now that we've uh, got that sorted out, why don't you tell us about your experiences of sugar coating or not sugar coating things? Putting it bluntly. Yeah. Tweet us. Tweet us at Amplify Sin. That's S Y N. Amplify. Right now, we're going to let our imaginations run wild with the struggles of being a mythological creature. Got to be a tough life. I mean, you might have certain powers or look a little funky. But there's definitely going to be some uh, struggles involved with that. For example, vampires. Vampires. Those fangs, they could get a, a little interesting. They can, and we have some reasons why, don't we? Okay, so are they retractable? Can you, like, put your fangs back in your mouth when they're not needed? Or are you always fangy? <laughs> <laughs> Are you risking? Are you risking the the very true possibility yeah. of fanging yourself? <laughs> if they're bottom fangs plus top fangs, what if you like accidentally bite down too hard on a burger or something and just like skewer your bottom lip and your top lip? Then you got to talk like mm, for the rest of the time, and you can't tell the doctor what's wrong because they're like fangs. Psh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, those seeds sticking out of your mouth. Nah. <laughs> And what if a vampire has an overbite? Do they go to a dentist? What are the is that an issue, or do the fangs just go around each other? What are the dis- Yeah, what what would a dentist appointment be like for a vampire? Would it affect speech because those plastic fangs affect speech? True, true, very true. Also, cavities. What if you get a cavity in a fang? Yeah, back to dentist appointments. What What's going to go down? And uh, do the fangs have, like, straws in them to suck up the blood? Oh. If they do and stuff. you have, like, a cavity and it gets a hole, does it spurt out the side? <laughs> then you're in trouble. You're in trouble because you're just losing a lot of that protein and goodness. I suppose you'd have to manually <laughs> swallow it with your mouth. Yeah, I don't know whether that would be good or bad. I don't know. Okay, so moving on from vampires, how about unicorns? Unicorns with their horns. I yeah. always figured that could be a bit of a logistical nightmare, especially like going around with party hats on your head, you know? Yeah, and trying banging, to blunt it or yeah, something. banging your head on things. I mean, imagine it would be like 24-7 with that for a unicorn. Imagine if it was really sharp, though, and you're just walking through the shops and you accidentally stab someone. 
I mean, that would that would be very bad for the unicorns. It wouldn't give them a good reputation, would it? It would not. And walking through doors, how how high are their how high are their horns? Do they get stuck? Can they bend their heads to get it unstuck and go through doors? What if like shoplifting by accident? They just walk out and, and accidentally hook a bag on there. Yeah. It's, get home, realise there's a few donuts stuck to the top of their head. Because like. <laughs> this will happen accidentally. Also, centaurs, do they wear clothes? I mean, they're part human, so they might feel obliged to wear clothes. And if so, where do the pants go? Talking about clothes and part human, part animal, what about werewolves with this whole transformation stuff? Mm. I know in Twilight there were some problems with... Uh, up the Twilight. Yeah, okay. with, the, with, the, with the shorts and the... Anyway, <laughs> it never made sense to me. Like, what happens to their Do clothes? Do they rip them? Yeah. Because I think they would probably rip them when they come large and furry. And but then when they go back, they're obviously having a little bit of a yeah, problem. Yeah, and a bit of nudity. <laughs> exactly. You wouldn't want to accidentally... Oh, I was reading a werewolf book where this did happen, so their clothes, like, get ripped off when they transform, and then when they transform back, they're naked. So they've got to, they've got to hope that they don't transform, like, in the middle of the streets or something. <laughs> um, one time um, in the book, they uh, went back to human at the, like, backyard of some houses. So that was a bit awkward. Oh, no. Um... Isaac has tweeted us, he would be a mythological dolphin that can sing every Shannon Knoll song ever. Okay, okay, problems with this. Well, um, number one, Shannon Knoll. <laughs> um, excuse me, Aussie legend right there. Uh, I'm sorry. Legend. <laughs> um, but it could be quite annoying. I mean, if you're always like, what about me? Just everyone would be like, shut up, Isaac, get to the corner. <laughs> But um, <laughs> Isaac, we no longer care about you. Isaac, go back to your soundproof room. This isn't Why? funny Why anymore. Why are you out of the game? <laughs> Amplify. 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 Adventures. Yesterday, I went to Warburton. That was that was good. We went for some walks. Uh, we went to a red tree forest or redwood forest, and it was basically a plantation. But it was really cool because it was kind of dark and like had lines of uh, trees, which looked really cool. Almost as if you could film a horror movie in there. And there was like this random uh, picnic blanket with uh, a tea set, some flowers and a mirror, which was kind of odd. But I think there was as if there was a group filming, but I'm not sure. So it was still kind Just of odd. Gets in their shot. <laughs> They weren't and a tall they, ginger arrives. They weren't they weren't anywhere near this random picnic blanket and mirror lent up against a tree, so it was kind of weird. But uh there was also these weird um piles of sticks that were uh piled up into a circle, like a nest sort of thing, and a rock inside each one, which kind of looked a bit uh mystical. And mysterious. So, what are some of the best adventures you've been on, Tara? Um, one of my best adventures lately involves you again, <laughs> because apparently that's what most of my life does at the moment. Not that I'm salty or anything. Hey, hey. Our adventures are great. Yeah, especially this one. 
I call it the tall buildings of Melbourne because <laughs> that's pretty much what it consisted of, was us trying to get into tall buildings of Melbourne and not necessarily the places where the public were allowed to go either. Yeah. Oops. Did did we make it or were we, we told d- off we by a We didn't make lady? it. We were told off by a, a random lady, I would like to say, because I, I'm pretty sure she did not work there. No, she was in definitely an elevator. not security. <laughs> she was definitely not an employee. Anyway, we're in the elevator trying to get to some of the top floors, but you needed key cards. And then some lady told us off. She was like, what are you guys doing? Why are you in the lifts? Yeah, it was kind as, of... As if the way that we looked at just was... <laughs> <laughs> was dodgy. I, come on, come on. We could have been millionaires. We could have been. Sure, could have been. <laughs> in in our $8 shoes. Yeah, and uh, three-quarter shorts. Too cool for school. <laughs> um. <laughs> um, beat up hand-me-down and <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're amazing. And uh, the laptop case with glue on it. True. Yeah. We, we, we just spoke of money, didn't we? Definitely. This podcast was brought to you by Amplify. 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 The sound of underage Melbourne.